Nice. Oh, look, my nephew. And there he's walking away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's teeny tiny. He will be three in June. Oh. Hi. Hi. Hey, Logan. It's a bunch of people you don't know. <laughs> and we can't hear you. And we still can't hear you, Jess. His name is Logan. His name is Logan. Do you want to meet another Logan? <laughs> yeah. This, this is, is our Logan. This is our Logan. <laughs> She's 15, though. Uh, Je- Jesse, you're going to have to work on your sign language for the show or something, man. <laughs> you Apparently, you can hear us. Uh, yeah. He, he can hear us? Yeah, I can't hear you, man. Sorry. <laughs> Why don't you just use the headset you use when you're gaming? Can't you just like plug that in? Oh. <laughs> fun, the funny thing is, guys, he, he's a tech by, <laughs> by, by, by trade. <laughs> You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky. Welcome out to the Epically Geeky Show, episode number 144. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight's opening question is, and I've got to look it up because it's from our buddy Ray, with the success of WandaVision and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, what DC storyline would you want to see covered in a similar show. Since you proposed the question, Ray, how about you go first? <laughs> Sounds good. Um, well, so since they are introducing, uh, especially with the success of Snyderverse, I thought it'd be really cool to go back to the new gods and that whole storyline of Apocalypse and New Genesis oh. and and see the origins of of uh, of all that and um what see what happened to get dark side the way he is uh like that would be really cool i think so that was the one i picked nice very cool uh chris what was what was your pick for this um wonder woman um but when she was princess diana and it would be her and the amazons in themyscira before they met any humans so really oh yeah because that was my favorite part of both of those movies was um, when they did those flashbacks to when she was back in Themyscira and just like they conclude the whole Greek pantheon and just how epic and you'd still have the gods be. show up and everything yeah. like it's yeah. So I thought that would be cool. That would be a cool one. Uh, Sean, I'm gonna go with uh, Hawkman. I just I like the different iterations that they've already done kind of thing. I love Michael Shanks as Hawkman in Smallville, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I think there's a lot of story there, and it's like a hawk and a man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joseph? How we got to me without anyone mentioning Batman Beyond is beyond me. Oh Batman Beyond God, would yes. be amazing. Well played, That's in the works, though, for like the last 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since it, it got off the air, they've been like, we're going to do a live action. No, I think, you know, with the way they can do special effects now, they can they can do a real good Batman Beyond uh, yeah. series. Well, there was talk of Michael Keaton being the Batman, the elder Batman in that series. And I thought that would have been oh, fantastic. That would have been yes. so cool. Still would be, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. It's not like it's not like he's getting too old to play it because it's just like we just need older grumpy Batman. So yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> 
Oh man, I cannot believe I didn't, I didn't think of that. That was fantastic. Batman. Easier than you thought. Like, I know, right? <laughs> Apparently. Uh, joining us tonight, we have a special guest, uh, Jesse Ruiz. Uh, Jesse Ruiz, yes. Uh, what is uh, what would your pick for this be? Um, actually, Joseph took my pick, but um, <laughs> uh, my second choice would actually be Green Lanterns. Uh, I say lanterns because I would like to see the evolution of all the lanterns like Al Jordan, John Stewart, uh, Gil Kane. Uh, just I think it'd be it's it's a really interesting story that that man it's actually long. Yeah, it'd be cool to see Kyle Rayner lose his mind if he can't become uh, oh Parallax and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah, because they could do multiple seasons on that. Like every mm-hmm. season, you could basically pick a different. So that's a really good answer as well. Mine is nowhere near that good. Um, I was actually the only reason I thought of this because I was like scraping my brain before the show trying to figure out my answer to this question was, um, I would like to see not animated. I like to, I'd like to see it uh, live action, but I would like to see. Um, um, Iceman. Uh, not Super uh, Friends. Yeah, this, yeah, Super <laughs> Friends. Um, Mr. Freeze. I'd like to see Mr. Freeze's story well, because I loved, I loved the way he's portrayed in uh, Batman the Animated Series. Um, and I would, you, lo- you don't I'd like love- him in Batman and Robin? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna mention it. Can we just pretend <laughs> that movie never happened? Chew. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'd love to see I'd love to see that development. Like the first part of the series would literally just be, you know, him uh, you know, falling in love and, and you know, getting together with his wife and then it's it's seeing her slowly go downhill and then, you know, it, it's it's it would probably just be a one shot thing, kind of like Falcon and Winter Soldier. I mean that we could get a second season of that or WandaVision, but most likely they're just they're kind of one shot things. Yeah. Uh so it would just be this one shot thing and that could easily set up um just going through the rest of Batman's uh, rogues gallery would be to yeah. see this really in-depth version of how all of these people got to be where they are. So then you could, then you could do you know one where you see uh, the penguin. You could see, and I, I don't know if I would ever do the Joker because the Joker's kind of been done to death at this point. But that actually kind of brings up a, a kind of like cool idea, so to speak, to where the, where DC could separate itself from Marvel, where it focuses on the rogue galleries of all the. Build heroes and then just brings in the heroes as uh like the movies or whatever, but all the shows are tailored towards the the different villains. That would be an awesome way to do it. If WB is listening to this show, I want a cut (laughs) of any of this. We need the royalty. Yes. (laughs) We'll figure it all out, you know, if when they ever start listening to anyone. Because you know it's not like you really listen to anyone at this point. That's true. So I did see somewhere that uh Joker was gonna get a sequel. Really? Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix signed signed on, and it's gonna get a sequel. Wow, that'll be interesting. That was a one movie thing, though. Uh, whatever. Um, well, tonight's uh tonight's topic is we're going back to the well on this one. Now it's been a while since we've done these this topic, but this will be the third time we're going back to this one, and we're going to do reboot, remake, or sequel. So tonight, everyone has has come up with two intellectual properties and we opened it up previously we did movies and i think the second time we did maybe tv shows um 
But tonight we opened it up to anything. So it could be a movie, it could be a book, TV show, or video game. I mean, whatever you want to do. Uh, to pick two of them, and you're going to choose whether or not you're going to reboot it, remake it, or turn it into a sequel. Uh, so with that being said, who would like to go first? I'll take the first one on this one. All right, Joseph, what is your first um, reboot, remake, or, re- or sequel? So my first one is kind of a reboot in the fact that it would uh, work as an updated version of it, but I would also like to remake the movie uh, of 2001 A Space, o- Space Odyssey. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Ah, I think historical that, that'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, this time uh, it's set in the future. We're already on Mars. You know, we have colonies there, and they find the artifact there. Um, and in the, the artifact, sh- uh, kind of shows them how to do uh, inter- interstellar space travel and coordinates to a star system, sort of like Prometheus. So that we're going to go and find these uh, ancient, this ancient civilization. Uh, Sounds uh, a lot that, like Doom. Kind of like Doom, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have a, oh, trust me, it, it kind of, it's funny that you say that, because as I'm going through this, you'll see why. Uh, I do still want the space computer to, to go crazy. I still want that to happen. Nice. And I still want the movie to end uh, in the bedroom. Like, I, I still want that to happen. But you can kind of go into crossover space here with the video game Dead Space, where the artifact, people that come in contact with it, the, they, they mutate into necromorphs, and people start to worship the artifact, and uh, it, it's like this battle between us trying to get to our possible progenitors and people trying to stop us. Uh, so that, that was my, the, that one hit me like a lightning bolt at 7 o'clock. <laughs> at seven o'clock huh yeah that's the whole theme for mass effect now that i think about it yeah you actually you know what you're right were you playing yeah. an Xbox? <laughs> <laughs> See, I had no clue i've never played mass effect so it, it, it's basically yeah a mass, mass effect, effect. good job sorry yeah you just got so I guess I'm, I'm, I'm rebooting mass effect. yeah so uh that andromeda never happened yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, I was following you along with Dead Space because I I don't know if I ever played the second you know the the sequels but man that first one was so good. Was oh amazing. that game was good. Um, yeah, that's one of those games that it's very clearly you can see what my play style is because like I like when I beat that game I had so much built up inventory weapon wise it was ridiculous and because I was like I was afraid I was going to run out of stuff you know weapons so I would almost always use the main the main gun unless I got to like a boss or whatever so I think I made it like 10 times harder than it was because you could go back through and reget some of the um um uh, uh achievements and you start off with all the weapons you'd accumulated so I just like loaded up the bigger weapons and anytime anything jumped out I was just like just killing everything, one shotting him. I was just like, why was I jumping at this game? And so this is not hard. So, but anyway, uh, that's a good idea. So, are you going to call it three thousand one? The Odyssey continues, or I, actually, I didn't come up with a title, but I guess based on where we are, we could just be like twenty one hundred because I will be. I think we'll have a real legit shot of at least putting some people on Mars before the end of the century. I hope so. 
As yeah. fast as things are going now, I'd say that'd be uh, that'd be a good shot. So. Yeah. It also depends on the Lord of Mars, Elon. Yeah. <laughs> what he decides. Um, just so that I can keep it on track here on my screen. Uh, Ray, what's what's your first one? Uh, well, I'm gonna go with one of my favorite movies. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we're turning it into a sequel because most of the people you can still get back. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, okay. Awesome. We're going to go uh, to the next chapter, which is the restaurant at the end of the universe, which is a un- – uh, the restaurant is uh, – It's it exists in its own uh, temporal bubble. So you when you book there and you get your meal, you get to watch the end of the universe happen. So, and then, you know, it's just – have your meal, watch the end of the universe, and then you go back in your time portal and you go back to your time. And I think that alone would be a great scene. Just Arthur would like, oh my god, watching the whole thing like blow up and like, and then you know, no, no, it's all cool. Look, we're resetting it. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know why I, I acted so surprised when you were describing that because now that I think back to the Hitchhiker's Guide, it's like, no, this is this is pretty mundane. Like it's yeah. not. <laughs> don't <laughs> panic. Yes, exactly. So yeah, I just uh, I love the characters in that show. Um, there's so much more to the stories, right? This is the, like the and the movie did such a different job to the to the. Uh, to the books mm-hmm. and and to the audio series, right? That so you could pull from anything and make your own stories again and 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 rehash it and kind of make it. So, majority of people are still out there. I think it'd be fun, kind of recast them, uh, get them back in it, and not even mention the Alan Rickman. I know, but that, I, know. I was gonna say you're gonna have to recast him, Marvin, but I know. Yeah. But the only thing that I'll say there is Mark gets lost at the beginning of the book, and when they end up with him again, yeah, he's yeah. 10 billion years older. So you, you could just say, yeah, I sound a little different because my voice box has been replaced or something along those lines, right? So that way you can pay homage to Alan Rickman, but it's still – yeah. Let me ask you this. Would you be okay because it's not – it's not like a physical represent. It's not like we're actually seeing Alan Rickman on screen. Is this one of those cases where we upload all of his, anything he's ever read and do an, an, an AI interpretation. And we're just like, no, we can get it to read whatever we want to say and just basically have him continue on. If there's any role to try it with, this would be it. I think so. Cause it's not like you have to match up to a physical, you know, person representation of the man. Yeah. Like, if you were going to try to keep doing, granted, I mean, this character died. Like, if you were going to try to do, like, a prequel Harry Potter thing yeah. and had Snape in it, I think that would be weird. But this, I, I think this would be one of those cases It's like, no, it's, I think it'd be fine if, if Marvin was still, you know. Yeah. Marvin, so. and, and you already have him in that role, so that you should be able to match it up to the, his interpretation there as well. So. That, that's kind of what my thought was, but um, if you if you couldn't get that for whatever reason, I know there's enough people out there that actually do a very good interpretation of it, and then just state that you know I've been here on this, been at this restaurant waiting waiting for you guys for 10 billion years. Of course I've changed. Yeah. Right? You know, something along those lines. I, don't I know, think I, I think even... enough time has passed that you know maybe a remake 
rather than a sequel and set yourself up for the full suite of books might be all right. Because I love the movie. I know yeah. it got panned, but I, I thought it was great. But yeah. it might be better off just to maybe make a remake. Not a reboot because you're doing it off of a book series. Yeah. Um, but maybe recast and rejigger it a little bit. That's um, fair. I, yeah, just, I didn't like well, it was Owen Wilson as Sapoid, right? No, that was Sam. Um, uh, yeah, Sam, Sam. What the hell's Sam's last name? No. The guy, uh, <sighs> he plays crazy so well. Yeah, now I gotta <laughs> look it up. <laughs> yeah. Rockwell. Thank you, Sam Rockwell. <clears throat> oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. So, and then the other thing too is, is if you go by just the books, then, I mean, you can't get uh, what's his name back because, um, not the guy that ran against Zafoid for. Oh, John Malkovich. John Malkovich, because that character, yeah, that character was made. It was an idea from Adams yeah. for this movie, and I think it'd be amazing to re to to have him in there still, and so. Hamakula. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could do kind of like if y'all, if any of y'all have watched uh, Doctor Sleep, where they basically took the movie version of uh, The Shining and the book version of The Shining, and then the, the book version of the sequel, and kind of crossed them over. So you had elements. It's basically the sequel book, but it's pulling in elements from the movie, and I, I thought it was really well done. So you could do that and just be like, well, this is. This is the sequel to the movie that's kind of like the book, but not really. <laughs> so, so I mean, the other option that you could do with that then is uh, you could recast it and not even mention it at all, right? Like, just as if, as if, because why yeah. not? <laughs> just yeah, don't even mention a single thing to it. Maybe yeah. make one like one-liner joke somewhere, like you look different, kind of thing, you know? Yeah. But just completely ignore it. Or, or even have the other actors show up as like a, as a cameo for like in the background or something like that, just for shits and giggles. Yeah. <laughs> you look familiar. No, no, I'm not, not here. <laughs> I, I had heard a fan, uh, like it was like a, a, a plea to Marvel to have Andrew Garfield show up in the next Deadpool movie. And have Ryan reference Ryan Reynolds reference him as uh, Spider-Man, and then to see Tom Holland walking across the street in the background, <laughs> it would just be amazing for that to happen. Yeah, that would, that be, would be funny. Right? Uh, there's so many creative things that they could do with that. Yeah. All right, Chris, what is uh, what is your reboot, remake, or sequel? Um. Okay. So I I don't know what I guess it would be a reboot slash remake. Okay combo um it would be galaxy quest tv show okay it's from the point of view of the thermians so it's in around the time that they uh that they find the historical documents and what that what that would look like so what their world was before leading up to them finding these historical documents and how they wind up taking it so freaking literal (laughs) And then their decisions or what unfolded them to uh, the events that unfolded for them to feel like they needed to seek out these historical figures that they think are real. I like that. <laughs> that is a great idea. So, and you could use the whole cat because it would be, well, I don't, it doesn't, you could, you need a pen. Oh, you need a pen. Yeah. Uh, you could 
you don't they don't even have to find that you could just end the series with them going out to go look for them so then you don't have to worry about casting because again alan rickman yeah um and they're every like that movie's 21 years old so wow i forgot it's that old yeah 22 this no 22 years old yeah came out in 1999 um so yeah, so you don't even have to worry about the Galaxy Quest movie itself, just like leading up you, to them leaving to go find the historical figures. You you could it. still reuse the the documents that they already yeah the clips of the show because the, clips of the show there. you just reuse those. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I'm sure there's a bunch of footage that they shot that of they these shot that they never of these shows so that yeah. they didn't that didn't make into the movie. That would be That's fun. a great idea. <laughs> and it would have an instant following because there are still a ton of people that yeah. love that movie. Yeah, oh, I love, oh, it's like a staple it's here. A we love this show. show. We yeah. love that movie. Great show. Because it, it holds up because it's, you yeah. know, because there's such a huge <clears throat> fan base for shows like Star Trek and Star Wars. And well, any kind of convention when it's just based on a show, there's like, you know. It's like, it's like fanboys, but like. If fanboys actually crossed over with Star Trek or Star Wars, like it's, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that one episode of Futurama where they get yeah. captured by the mist, yeah. and he has all the heads of the Star Trek. Uh, Melvar. Melvar, yeah. How the <laughs> hell do you remember that? <laughs> Walking Jeez, around, man. knowledge buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually on the quiz to become Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> Um, no, it's a good one. I, I I would have never I would have never picked that one, so I never even crossed my mind. But as soon as you said, I'm like, nope, that makes sense. So uh, aren't they doing something similar right now? Um, the the maker of uh, Family Guy, uh, Seth Mcfar uh, Seth MacFarlane. Seth, Seth MacFarlane, yeah, he doesn't he have like a series or he had one? I don't know. Oh, or the Orville. Yeah, the Orville's really good. Oh, the Orville's yeah. amazing. That's a really good show. Yeah. But it's it's not like this one. No, yeah. no. I guess it's a little bit more serious and maybe. It's a comedy. Yeah, this one would it's... be just pure comedy. This one would just be yeah. hilarious. Just yeah. watching the <laughs> Basically, oh, and you could get, well, could you get Rain Wilson? I don't know. He'd probably do it. Oh, he would do it. <laughs> He'd be funny. <laughs> I bet I bet a lot of the people who are still alive from the show would still be willing to. What would be really funny is to get some of them to come back and and film some more of the document. And yeah. it's they're clearly as old as they are now, but it's just like you know you don't even you just whitewash it. You're just like oh well, whatever. <laughs> oh, it's, it's the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. because uh, uh, Sam Rockwell's are uh, also when he plays Guy, and then Alan Rickman plays the the. Other the, the Shakespearean actor who was just yes. horrified he was ever in that show, which is kind yes. of like a like a hit to uh, was it William Shatner or, or yeah. See, and that's that's the Patrick that's the Stewart too, because they were both yeah. Shakespearean actors. Yeah, that, and that's the hard part though is that you you have Alan Rickman in that, so it's, I know he was yeah, so good. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, what is your reboot, remake, or sequel? All right, I'm going all in on this one. I want to reboot the entire DC Extended Universe. I mean, movies, TV shows, everything. Stop production of everything you're doing. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, come on, man. The movies are a clusterfuck. 
Yes. They've tried tying them together after the fact. You can't do that. Yeah. True. The television series were really good, but all of them are winding down. Yes. Like there's staffing it's issues it. and stuff like that. Shut it all down. <laughs> Take two years to map out the next 10. So you're not producing anything because you don't want to like the market's saturated. Mm-hmm. Stop it all. Map out every movie and little tie-ins you want to do. And if you're going to do television series, do the same thing. Map it all out. Have the jumbo board and all that. And then start producing tops two movies a year, maybe a television series. Go the way of Marvel. Just figure your shit out before you do it. All new cast. Make sure you sign them on for like 10 picture deals so they know what they're getting into up front. But vet them all first. Make sure there isn't too many skeletons in the closet. And that goes with your directors and your writers and your producers. All right, listen, as soon as you sign the dotted line, you go to Twitter.com and you hit delete. Yeah. Just delete it all. Who's your Batman? I'm not saying that like there's been good DC movies and stuff like that, but like trying to tie some of this crap together, it it, it hurts. You can't do it. The only thing I'm going to say with that is, you can't do an origin story on Batman or Superman or you name it. Like, don't do the origin story of them. Get, get well, it didn't really work. Like, look right now. there. How many Batman movies are they doing that's true. that aren't yeah. tied together? Yeah. Like, seriously. No. So wipe who would you cast as wipe the three? slate clean. Hmm? Uh, who would you cast as the big three? I see. Unknowns. No major actors or actresses. Yes, because it puts it it puts an immediate um, opinion on on that person's version of like yeah. like Ben Affleck as Batman it wasn't that bad. I mean, I thought it was fine. Can I see Robert Pattinson as Batman? Fuck no! All I see is Edward from Twilight. I can't see <laughs> yeah. it. I just I literally can't. And um, it's Superman. It's I'll show you the trailer. There's another trailer. <laughs> and it was Superman, like Henry Cavill. He's the Witcher, as far as I'm concerned. Now yeah. he's the Witcher. And like, to... there's no reason to start with the big three either. No. And that's so, what I was going to say. Yeah. It's been saturated right now. Start yes. small. Right. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, but it is painful to watch anything <laughs> DC related. Even the TV series are like, oh man, these are getting a little long in the tooth. Mm-hmm. Um, like- the Snyder Cut was four hours, man. Like, it was I haven't even watched what it. it was there. It was better than the original, but yep. yeah. But like that's the thing. Yeah. Well, and yeah. when you're watching those movies, now you're also like watching all the background drama. That you're not enjoying the movie when you're like thinking about, oh well, this guy sexually abused this person on set, <laughs> and this one peed in this guy's lemonade. Like, dude, <laughs> no. It there's just there's too much. Yeah. So there's too much behind the scenes crap. Yeah. And it's taken away from the movies. Yeah, I agree. So, and the television series, the television series, like all of them, like um, the the recent, the Legends of Tomorrow, just had a whole bunch of controversy. You got the Flash. You got two actors that are basically bailing on the show. Um, I haven't even bothered reading. I, like, I'm just reading headlines now. I used to keep up with it, but there's just too much. And I know it's the studio's problem too, because like WB, you know, they're like out to lunch they don't want to talk they don't listen to fans mm-hmm. no and granted i'm not a big fan so maybe they shouldn't listen to me 
I mean, I know they attempted person, to do but... something like a multiverse kind of thing because uh, Ezra Miller's Flash appeared on the Flash TV show, yeah. like in a little 30 they second tried. clip, or they tried. Right around thing. when he was strangling that girl. Like, yes. See? Yeah. Yeah. There's like, seriously, there's just too much baggage. Yes. They're trying to bring in all these big names to think that it's going to save them, but they're not talking to each other or anything like that. They like, this is their version of trying to repeat the Marvel success. And they're like, no, sorry, you have to build your ground, like from the ground up. You have to start fresh mm-hmm. and oh, think it all the, through before you do anything. Look at the Aquaman movie. It like oh, ah. retconned a whole bunch of stuff that happened uh, in uh, the Justice League movie. It, it made no sense. Yep. I, okay. Actually, speaking of the Aquaman, that was the one thing that when I said I wanted to reboot everything, because damn, Jason Momoa was really good as Aquaman. I'm sorry. I enjoyed that. No, he's got to go too. <laughs> but I in, I enjoyed the switch that they did with him, right? I I enjoyed that different look uh, of Aquaman and yep. all that. So that was all good. No, it was good. I'm not saying that the the DC movies and the TV series haven't had their successes, but like having success, the success here and then trying to tie a whole bunch of stuff onto that, hoping you're going to get the same thing. It, it doesn't yeah. work. You're not. It's messy. You're not planning ahead. No, it's messy. So Very messy. My next so. version. I'll tell you how they can start. <laughs> Your ne- so your, your next one you're staying around. Okay. Uh, I was just thinking the whole time I've been thinking about what you said about not hiring big actors. Um, and I was just like, yeah, but Marvel did that. But I'm thinking about it, I'm like, but everyone they picked, they basically just cast them as themselves because it's like Robert Downing Jr. was pretty much fucking Iron Man anyway. And yeah. I, I keep going through the list and I'm just like, no, they pretty much just cast themselves. And then I was thinking about DC wise. I was like, well, Wonder Woman was really good. I'm like, but she was kind of an unknown when they cast her and kind of the same thing for Harley yeah. Quinn. And I'm just like, the ones who are actually kind of standouts are the ones that were like, not that big. It's the people that were like, you know, like you said, that were already big beforehand. It's like, Cal Drago is going to be fucking like, well, man, what's going on here? So, but yeah, it's, I have to agree with that statement. I, I, mm-hmm. I can see that. So, uh, Jesse, what is your first reboot remake or sequel? Um, I didn't actually go with a movie. My okay. first one. Um, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but I actually went with an anime series uh, called No Game No Life. Okay. Uh, um, it's a it's a series about uh basically uh, two child geniuses that are uh, otaku's. Um, they're utter geniuses. They play games all day, and they've never been beaten by anyone on anything. Um, they get challenged by someone named Tet, uh, which is a, a god from another world. Um, they actually beat Tet, and they're invited to that world. Um, it was a really good anime. Uh, it lasted one season, and I have no idea why. I didn't actually check up on that. But uh, they... Um, Eventually, well, the first season, they actually just go through, like, um, them starting to build their bases. They become the leaders of their, of humanity in a world 
of uh, what? How many chess pieces are there? Fifteen. Thirty-two. Sixteen. Yeah. Uh, no, my uh, pawns count as one. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. So yeah, then uh, for each chess piece, there's a race, and they become uh, the leaders of their own race. But I just thought it was an amazing anime, and uh, it was really bright, really colorful, and uh, I, I was just kind of it, it kind of sucks that they never made anything out of it. I'm not too sure what happened with production, but it just it's kind of a lot. Is it over or? Ooh. Not that old. Uh, the anime itself. It's a few years. To me, 2017 it, it's or something like, like that. Yeah, it, to me, it's like Game Theory, the anime, because they play <laughs> okay. they play so many games. The way they strategize to to do things. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's one of those things yeah, where. Twists and turns all over the place because they plan like ten moves ahead of whatever their opponents are yeah. doing. Beyond that, everything yeah, beyond that. in that world is decided by a game. So if somebody's going to rob you, they have to challenge you to a game. And if they beat you, they get whatever they want. You beat them, you get whatever you agree to. There is no violence. There is no nothing like that. It's just everything settled by a game. And it was it was a really good anime. Okay, that changes everything. If everything has to go through that, I can see why it would be so important. Yeah, it's a really good anime for people to watch that aren't really sure about animes, but they like gaming and board games and stuff like that. It's a good it's a good anime for them. But it's only like ten episodes. Yeah, it's ten episodes, and at the very last episode, they actually reveal the the real premise of the story is that they want to challenge God. So. To challenge God, you have to basically conquer all the other races, but in a way where they're all playing with you, not like subjugated by you. And then that gives you uh, the ability, the right to challenge God, to challenge Ted. There's actually a prequel to it, which is No Life, No, no Game, No Life Zero. Uh, um, that one is a really good movie. Um, still. But it's 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 before Tet, and they uh, it's, there's a lot of bounce, uh, at least compared to this one. It's super good. You gotta try it out, or you gotta check it out. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend it. Okay, so you've seen it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I did all ten episodes in three hours or however long it takes. It's only like twenty minutes long. I, I started one and then I was like, oh crap, I really like this. And then three hours later, all 10 episodes, I was done with the season. I was like, what happened? <laughs> it's, it's your normal anime. You're still going to get like, uh, uh, what is it called? Not, not fanfare. Um, fan service. Uh, fan service. There we go. Yeah. And, uh, and there's a lot of like dirty jokes and it's just like uh, funny, kooky, and, and, and it's just a very good spirited anime and uh, i liked it it was it was really cool good deal yeah i may have to check it out sometime i'll add it to my long and growing list of shame of shame yeah it's basically shame of stuff that i haven't seen yet so <laughs> have you finished invincible yet yes okay oh my what God. about uh oh, what's How about amazon prime <laughs> uh, i never remember the one on amazon prime it's uh, this season right now Really good. Jesus Christ. They're in space. Somebody help me out here. Orville? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh. The, Expense. the Expense. Oh. That one. 
Yes. There H- are hang so your many, head in shame. <laughs> the problem is, is there's so many different shows that are like an hour long, and I'm just like, yeah. okay, I can maybe do an hour. The problem is, it was like once I do this one, I'm going to want to keep going. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's completely yeah. understand that. Yeah. Um. So my first one, this is both of these things when they came to me, I was just like totally like duh why why he didn't why didn't i pick this the first two go throughs um the first one is probably the only tv show that i have watched except for like old style tv that was in syndication over and over and over again uh it's the one of the few tv series that i can put in the put on in the background while i'm doing other things uh and then dip in watch it dip out keep doing what i'm doing um and that is the it crowd yeah and they actually tried to to remake this for American television. Um, yeah. The guy they uh, they no. got uh, the guy who plays Moss to reprise his role, but um, oh god, what is his name that was on Community? Um, and used to host the Soup. Um, oh, oh, McHale. Uh, Joe McHale. Joe McHale. They had him playing, you know, the other role, and I was just like, no, I no. just don't. No. no, he wasn't no. cocky like that. No, boy was yeah. not cocky like that. No, you need a. He's got like a like yeah like Mikhail's got like this natural sort of swagger to yeah. him. It's kind of like cool. No, not but no. Not... Chris O'Dowd is not cool. He does not. No. Chris O'Dowd, if you're listening, we apologize. He, no, so, he knows it. He, that's that's his type. That's that's what he plays. <laughs> um, so I was like, podcast and nobody and would fit like, right in. Like and nobody just totally blend in. Yeah. There. Uh, that that was <laughs> so I was like, well, I don't want to. I don't want to remake it. Um, I I guess technically not really reboot it either. So I'm like, you know, what? I'm just gonna go straight up sequel. And I was just like. Because everyone's still around, and I'm just like, how would I do, go about doing this? Uh, so I thought about it and thought about it and thought about it, and I was like, well, I don't want to do the same thing over again. I, I want to make it more modern, more hip, essentially. So what I came up with is uh, Rental Industries went bankrupt, of course, because number one, no one knows what they made, and no one <laughs> – they put three idiots in charge of the company. Yes, things got better, but come on. The, the company was going to go under. So um, it's set in modern time. Moss is the star of a podcast empire based on board game. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Roy runs the camera. He plays you know, games from time to time, but he also handles the website and Dan has to deal with the technical issues. And I want him having to call the internet provider and them telling him, <laughs> have you turned it off and on again? Just to have him explode. Um, Jen's going to be the, Jen's going to be the producer. She's going to be the one who's always trying to get hip guests and these big time guests to come on the show to help, you know, build up its, its, uh, its cachet and just, you know, and that's going to be the funny thing is, some of these people, they have no idea who it is. So, like, if they get someone who's, like, even slightly geeky. So, like, you know, if they got um, a Benedict Cumberbatch, of course, they'd be freaking the fuck out because they're like, oh, my God, it's it's Doctor Strange. We got Doctor Strange on the show or whatever. And then you can have funny interactions between them just trying to, you know, being so starstruck or whatever. But then I was like, what if they got, like, some really top-notch, like, athletes on there and they're just like – I have no idea who you are. Like, why are you even <laughs> there? Um, I think that would be hilarious. Um, Richmond is going to run the servers. 
so occasionally he'll come out and there'll be something <laughs> going on there. And um, I have absolutely fallen in love with Matt Berry um, to the point that Cy, Cy introduced me to a series you can watch. It's only six episodes. You can watch it for free on YouTube, but it's like the second thing he's ever done. And it's called Dark Place, and it is absolutely it's so horribly bad. It's awesome, but he's in it. Um, but uh, the other thing is, is on Netflix, um, BBC Four has done a series, and I think it's only like five seasons. There's only like 26 episodes total, and it's called uh, Toast of Toast of London. And I'm currently watching that on Netflix. And Christy's just like, we'll come and watch it. And she's just like. What are you watching? This is the driest thing I've ever watched. I'm like, yes, and it's it's hilarious. It's just <laughs> classic British humor. Uh, but of course Douglas has to come back on. And I figure he'd be an investor and you know is constantly trying to you know tight you know do that management type role, kind of like uh, you know like he you know did on the original show. But yeah, that I freaking adore the IT crowd. And it was only like I think it was like 26 episodes. And yeah, it was about four seasons. It's four seasons. And that's the thing with British. I I watch nothing but British comedies. But yeah. they tend to be only six episodes a season. And I'm okay with that. Like, if we wanted to do two seasons of 12 episodes or four seasons of six, however many, like, we're going to have few episodes, but we're going to make sure every single one of them's got gold in it. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'd, I'd be completely down for that. So if they, you know, if it were up to me and I could get these people back, now some of them have kind of gone on to some some bigger stuff, but I think – being able to reprise the roles that in some cases kind of really shot their career off. Uh, I think they would enjoy that. Cause it seems like a lot of people in Hollywood are, are doing that now. They're like, you know what? I'd like to go back and redo that role that, or, you know, pick up that role from that character that really launched me, launched my career. So can you see that cast working in an Apple store? Oh my God. <laughs> that would be freaking hilarious. I thought about that too. Yes. <laughs> hey, did and, you watch Disenchantment? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because Matt Berry, he's the yes, pig he's the voice one. of the pig. In it, yes, like I said, it's just 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 listening to him talk and his manner manner oh, yeah. is so funny. But uh, like, do you know if he does anything on Audible? I never thought to check that. I oh would listen. God, to he him. would be great. He would be great <laughs> at that. Um, I'm like I'm this close to going back and rewatching um what we do in the shadows, the TV series, because God, it is so oh. funny. You guys Such keep talking show. about that. Like, I've only seen the movie. I haven't found it anywhere in here. I'm not buying another subscription service. but Oh, I understand. It's not it's, on Canadian Hulu? There's no, no Hulu no. in Canada. Well, it's, it's Stars. Disney Stars. Yeah, it's not Is it, It's not on Disney Stars, though, is it? I don't think so. I'll I haven't have checked. Check. I'll double check. Mm. I'll double check right now. Well, there you go. Ooh. Yes, if you can, if you can get a hold of watching what we do in the shadows, uh, the TV series. Oh my God, it it's and it just keeps getting better. I did love the movie. The movie was good, and I know you've talked about the series before, and I've wanted to watch it. I just haven't found it. Did you see uh, Laszlo as a guest on the podcast? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that crossover there. Trying to yeah. explain it. Uh-huh. Uh, I still think Laney dressing up, you, me, and Laney uh, cosplaying would be awesome. Just, I know, I know, me being Guillermo is like what it has to be, but that would just be amazing. Yes, that would. Be amazing. Dude, uh, just me with the glasses and the suit. Just. To... My hair is long enough now. You know what? You're I, absolutely right. You could do I it. I could man. do it. 
That'd be awesome. Yeah. All right, uh, Joseph, what's your what's your second uh, reboot, remake, or sequel? So I actually chose uh, another movie, and this would be a sequel, and but a sequel set, you know, years uh, in the future. So I want to remake, uh, do a sequel to the Conan movies with oh, Old Man okay. Arnold as a king. Uh, <laughs> but like, I want an Old Man Arnold, you know. Yeah. Uh, the the thing would be one of the followers of the I don't remember the sorcerer's name from the first one is James Earl Jones. Uh, uh, resurrects him, and then he goes and brings the god to life from the second movie. <laughs> and they're attacking that kingdom. So the that girl that becomes the queen uh, reaches out to Conan to, to to save their kingdom. And he brings back the thief and the magician. Uh, and then two other characters from other franchises, Red Sonia and Dar the Beastmaster. Hell yeah. They all come together to defeat this like super crazy villain. Uh, I think that would just be just <laughs> to hear old man Arnold like this time, I don't think he would have a sword. I, I can picture him with like this giant double-bladed yeah. battle axe, yeah. you know, and just going after things. I think that'd be freaking cool. <laughs> that would be awesome. And you could Dar's two little ferrets would be old ferrets at this point, you know, and they're giving <laughs> commands to the younger ferrets and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Arnold would probably do it too. <laughs> uh, yeah, he would. Yeah. He definitely would. <laughs> What what made you decide on Conan? Conan is one of my uh, I want to watch a terrible movie. It's at the top of my list, kind of. Gotcha. Thing. And then for whatever reason, whenever I just need a really good laugh, I can just picture that one scene in the second movie where he's facing off the royal guard and he's just holding the sword there, and then you just hear whoosh whoosh every time he moves the sword. And I like, that's what makes me laugh all the time. <laughs> Because you know only Arnold could cut the air. Exactly. Yes, it's like it's like a helicopter blade. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Ray, what's your second uh, reboot, remake, or sequel? All right. So I've got the answer that Sean's looking for. All right. What you got for us? So I'm with well, I'm with Sean. Cut all ties and everything to DCU right now. It's all dead. Okay. Stop it all. And then the first movie you're going to reboot is Constantine. And you're going to go back to the original stuff and you're going to have like Luke Evans is who I thought maybe would be a good Constantine. Um, plays a little darker role, that type of thing. Um, I mean, you don't like uh, Keanu? Yeah. That's a, he's not that's English. A because <laughs> he's like right up there with Jason Momoa, man. I was like, oh, I hate doing this, but... <laughs> Like, I enjoyed I enjoyed Constantine the movie, but we need to get back to the source material. And he's yeah. from Liverpool, man. Like that's true. We don't want Keanu doing an English accent. No, we do work. not. <laughs> <laughs> what if there's a crossover where John Wick is actually Constantine, and that's John Wick like seven? No. <laughs> <laughs> no English accent, man. Like I'm telling you, like, he can't do it. No. Um, it works. So John Constantine. <laughs> yeah <laughs> just different versions of john <laughs> uh these are all glitches anyway so yeah i'm thinking we we reboot that and we get 
kind of a, a proper origin story for Constantine. And we see him in this world and we see everything like that. The next movie you go to is Swamp Thing because they have the rights to Swamp Thing. And I think you could actually really make a good Swamp Thing movie now. Uh, without I being, like the old ones. <laughs> <laughs> you can pay homage to it, but I think I think you could do a really good one now. And then the next one you'd actually do uh, is Frankenstein's Monster. So you're thinking Dark Universe. I'm thinking. So you would have to do like Dark. You'd have to do like Doctor Fate and Zatanna as well, right? But you're doing origins, right? You you mm-hmm. get you get to introduce these characters that no real nobody really knows a lot about, uh, at least in on mass, right? Like you don't have these really well-known characters you you have these fringe characters that you're starting up and then you go justice league dark and that's your intro back into the dcu and i think if you do it right and you get these unknown characters frankenstein's monster throwing a sword around killing monsters like that's awesome right so (laughs) i don't know i i think if you do that and you don't focus on your major major superheroes from DC, I think you could actually reboot that universe. That's probably a good idea because it is so saturated right now that if you stayed away from the major ones for like a decade. Yeah. And just, and then, and then introduce a character that these, that the does, you could actually flip the, the, like the latest dark, uh, uh, the latest dark story where, all like Superman and all of them were turned by dark side and mm-hmm. like they were all bad. And it was the dark dark or justice league dark that came in and saved the day. You could actually flip the script and have these new superheroes right in 10 years, save this one. So I don't know. I think, I think if you're going to, it'd be a good way to introduce apocalypse also. Yeah. It'd be great. Not apocalypse, dark side, dark but side. apocalypse, the planet. Yeah, dark side. Dark side. Yeah. So that's actually what I was starting to think of is my show that I started, right? With <laughs> you, you start with that show, kind of introduce that, and then you get into Constantine and you get into all that. Like I, I think it could be a really fun way of rebooting the DCU and do it with unknowns and do it with unknown characters as well. And you're going to introduce a whole universe that people can actually get behind. Because so you want to make reference to everyone else it's just no not even a reference see you know you may want to just drop a couple in there if you're going to tie them on later on just kind of like what marvel did like it could have like a a newspaper article in the background or something like that you you can do hints like that but i wouldn't have like i wouldn't have those superheroes actually be a part of this universe at all like i i think I think they're like you guys have said, like there is so oversaturated with these these main ones, right? How many Batman are there now? Like it's five different Batman and maybe yeah. six now. Like it's George George Clooney shouldn't have existed as Batman, but the- he knows that though. <laughs> he knows that. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> Only Adam West. Anyways. <laughs> um so yeah, I just I think if you're gonna reboot this universe, I think this is the way to go about it. And and maybe maybe something else happens where maybe you start off where the the main five are missing or something like that, where they're just they're gone from existence for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know something, but you you can't have them around. That would be that would be sort of like the the Young Justice uh, yeah plotline yeah where they're gone. 
yeah, they're gone and no one knows why. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, not a bad idea. So, uh, Chris, what's your second reboot, remake, or sequel? <laughs> so, as we all know, I'm a massive Potterhead. And is this a story you stole from me? Yes, this okay. is a story where you <laughs> gave me a nugget of an idea and then I kind of went with it. So, it's the Wizarding World. It's present day. So, the Battle of Hogwarts has happened. Voldemort's been gone for 20 plus years, all that stuff. And you make it kind of like a office parks and rec style fourth ball show but you do it about the shopkeepers of diagon alley and just the commonplace goings comings and goings of just regular life of what uh post voldemort world is like and you don't include like um you don't include the big three. They're there, or they're mentioned, but that's not who the story centers around. It's it's the shopkeepers of Diagon Alley, and, you know, it's just you know, uh, each uh, store owner could, I thought about this as a TV show, could have his own episode or season. It's behind-the-scenes stuff. It's just daily goings-on with clients and customers and employees and how regular life, how that all works out. <laughs> Parks and Rec and The Office are my favorite some of my favorite television shows because it's just regular life but it's somehow still fascinating and they're wizards <laughs> you, could, you could have them like talk shit about the big three like oh my god exactly <laughs> here she comes again like god damn it <laughs> you know the minister of magic yeah not know it all here. thinks she knows it all <laughs> yeah. gotta celebrate harry potter day all these obnoxious harry potter followers are coming in again <laughs> They're going to break shit or whatever. And then um, you have like your kids come in. Yeah. Their kids would be like teenagers at this point. You have a muggle sneaking in. Yeah. Finding it like, I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. So it's just stuff like that. And it being like a regular, but like now, now times and it not being focused on, because we were talking about that in the car about, um, about this episode and what we would do. And there's all these different reboots coming out from like game of Thrones, Lord of uh, uh, Lord of the Rings um, prequels coming out. And then there was talk of that Harry Potter one. I was like, don't remake Harry Potter. Just no, no, put that aside. (laughs) That stays where it is. But the, the wizarding world is huge and you could do something as simple as just talking to the dude that owns all of Anders. Or flourish and blots, or somebody who's really keen and wants to open up their own store, or whatever. So, well, can we have a store that's selling um, like modern day normal stuff? That would be fantastic. Yes, artifacts. Yep. Trying to, I'd love to hear the explanation of what an iPhone is. Arthur Arthur opens it up for uh, with uh, who survived? Fred. George. George. George survives, right? So. George and Arthur open up. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, but I, yeah, I like that. That'd be funny. That would be great. It's just Those rubber two. ducks everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and and George, George constantly, Dad, we no, this doesn't sell. We need to get like this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah, I would like to see that. I want to see more the wizarding world that does not involve the golden Those trio. Main, yeah something else yeah and if you get a couple of seasons and maybe you have one of the big three walk in for just like a, a short cameo or yeah what would be hilarious is for like even for what's his face that plays harry potter to walk in and like oh, yeah, they don't re- they don't really like they don't recognize him yeah. and walk out and they're just like you know who that was 
No, who was it? <laughs> oh, it was not Harry Potter. No. Yeah, Harry Potter's taller than that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can almost see like an office meets um, like a a wand factory or something like that instead yeah. of a paper. Yeah, that would be Yeah, or a wand factory, yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then you yeah. could have storylines of off the, getting the like special ingredients for the wands or something like that if yeah. you have to leave the office. <laughs> How they actually get the drink, the dragon strings and like the unicorn yeah. ears. They like hide out in a forest under like this blind <laughs> trying to get the unicorn hair. <laughs> Two wizard hunters hunting these beasts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have Dwight as a wizard hunting down unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> I flashed all of a sudden. I flashed back to that episode of the previous show where Jay was talking about being so skilled hunting deer with the piano wire, and I just I'm thinking of like there's a, there's they're out there out there trying to get these anyway. So <laughs> what? Oh yeah, you don't remember that? I wasn't there. You maybe not have been on that one. That was anyway. I was just like, what? I would have remembered that if Jay yeah. busted out that nugget. Holy yeah. crap. <laughs> So anyway, uh, no, I, I, yes, I like that idea. I, I like your idea though of it being lots of different shop owners because yeah. at the end of the day, when they're like, because you know, well, if you've ever worked in a shop or whatever, especially like like on a strip mall or whatever, because I mean, it's it's kind of that way. You know, they they talk with each other. They hey, do. Did, it's like a little community. Yeah, right? did, they know each other and stuff. Did this goober come in? Was asking you for this or whatever? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Can you believe this year's crop going to Hogwarts? Like. God, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. Like I get your uh, a one a person in the wand shop is like that fucker's gonna kill himself. Don't yeah. give him a wand. He's gonna kill himself. <laughs> yeah. Or or you find out the kid's a squib. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it's literally no. I think that wand looks really good on you. I think that's gonna work out well for you. And then it's the cut to you know looking at the camera. They're gonna kill themselves. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Can we make this happen? Let's make that happen. All right. Sean, what's your what's your second remake, reboot, or sequel? I had a hard time with this because it was a toss-up between two. So I went with the uh, sequel to The X-Files. Oh, okay. Yes. So and the X-Files, they kind of tried it a couple times before. Um, so they had Mulder and Scully, the skeptic, and the believer. And it took way too long for Scully to become a believer, seeing too much stuff. But the dynamic really worked. But then they tried repeating it exactly, not once, but twice. Yeah. With Reyes and Doggett. And then again in the 10th season with uh, Kid Miller and Einstein, Liz Einstein. Freaking names. Like, really? But it was the exact same thing. You had, like, the... The person that really wants to believe in the hardcore skeptic, and that worked with Mulder and Scully, but I think they should sequel it, so take place today, and have two kind of like semi-skeptics, or almost buffoons in the FBI that get transferred to the X-Files as punishment. They're not like super smart or anything like that they just get there for punishment and they find Mulder and Scully's buried files and so they get new files but they can also you can relate back to old cases and stuff like that bring because all the mythos and lore is there 
it's gold. You can bring that in whenever you want to, or you can create new stuff. But that dynamic has been done to death. So change it up a little bit. Uh, so hell, even doing a comedy series would be freaking awesome with X Files. So could I just can I add a oh, little yeah. twist in here because I think it'd be amazing. So <laughs> you do the X Files, but you get Miller and Murphy from Magic 2.0 <laughs> investigating it. <laughs> yeah, that. And you know that it's just uh um what's his name? What? The the old or like the old guy. Oh. Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy. It's Jimmy fucking with them. It's Jimmy fucking <laughs> with them. He's writing code to make it look like all this weird shit's happening, and he's just laughing in the background. Yeah. See, I was gonna I think a comedy series off a sequel off the X Files would probably work really, really well. And you can you can dive into like serious stuff too, because that's what the core of the X Files was. Yeah. But you can probably lighten the tone a little bit, but you gotta stay away from that dynamic that Mulder and Scully made famous. But it was them. They tried it again a couple times, it just didn't work. They've kind of resolved well, they left it on a cliffhanger. I honestly I haven't watched the final season because mm-hmm. after the 10th season i really liked the the standalone episodes i thought they were superb but the the bigger storyline episodes i wasn't as keen on and apparently the final season they left it on a cliffhanger and jillian anderson walked so but apparently she's like she told them chris carter hey i'm done after this season but no one listened to her so Chris Carter planned on a season 12, but didn't have his main cast. So it's ended on a cliffhanger, probably not going to be redone. So you yeah. might be able to resolve some of that stuff in it. But if they could like, even like hitting on, like they get assigned to Mulder's office or something like that. And they like throw a baseball on a ceiling tile falls out and you find a whole bunch of Mulder's old files and stuff like that. And they start going through that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So X Files has been kind of kind of dead long enough that you could probably do that. Um, draw on a little bit, maybe bring Mitch Bloody back in as Skinner or something like that. And uh, but there's so many old cases that would be kind of cool if they like went back and saw or something like that. Um, but yeah, X Files. I'd love to see that again. So are you thinking, I mean, I'm sure you're probably thinking still doing it live action, but you're kind of going a, a little bit of the route of like uh, Star Trek Lower Decks? Maybe no, I would definitely do it live action again. That is a pretty good idea, but I, I want to stick with the live action. There's enough, like the creature effects and stuff like that have come so long. The tech has come so long that oh. there's enough out there for new real stories. Um, that I don't think you'd have to rely on like the fantasticals. Even the cartoon would be kind of cool. Maybe they got zapped into a cartoon for an episode. But, uh, <laughs> like a supernatural chicken. Yeah, in, in, super, like in supernatural, well, they, they get zapped put them into, into a Scooby-Doo. computer game at one point. So True. why not? <laughs> That's what so, yeah, thing I was going to say was Miller Murphy, man. That's <laughs> the dynamic you could have would be like instead of the skeptic and the believer, it's like oh no, like, I'm the factual person, and all this shit is real. Like, don't question me. And then the other one's just like, nah, whatever. Like, they're the, 
you have you have instead of having the 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 one person who wants to believe and you know the skeptic you have the no this is hard i have factual information right here that a fucking ufo landed why are you doubting this shit like yeah. that might be an interesting way to go a about good it dynamic would be almost like um uh sherlock with Sherlock and Dr. Watson. Yeah, that would be a good one. Because they have, like, everyone else thinks Sherlock's crazy. Yeah. But then Watson's like, no, nah, this is freaking amazing. He, yeah. he yep. did it. Kind yep. of thing. And that, because that, when they're constantly like this, clashing, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, my God, get over it. All right. Like, yeah. no matter how much proof you're getting, you're still being a bitch. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> now, eventually she does turn over. Like, hey, and... I love Julian Anderson. She's she's amazing. But uh, that writing for around season three or something like that, she was still like, no, I can't believe. And like she's holding her cross and kind of thing. And like, come on. <laughs> you've, you've seen a lot of crazy shit here. You got to yeah. kind of take a leap here. <laughs> I still I kind of like your initial idea, though, of it being like maybe two bumbling idiots. that Because yeah. seeing them go through and be like, you know, just literally bumbling their way through it. You know, they're oh, yeah. out in this truck in the middle of a field, and they're just like, "Can you see anything?" <laughs> no. Or they're like, they could be like talking to each other and all that, and then like, freak a monster or a ghost floats by them behind them that they never see. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, this this place is dead. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh my god. They're like, they'll get awards and stuff like that for like solving <laughs> stuff that they don't actually solve. I don't know. It's like Inspector Gadget and Penny. (laughs) (laughs) She did all the work. (laughs) I kind of like that dynamic, actually. The one's really super confident and doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, and the other one's just like doing all the real work. That wouldn't be bad either. There's a lot of dynamics that could work for this show. Just don't fall back on On the traditional one, one. yeah. Chris just gave me a great idea. He gets Samuel Jackson and The Rock to play the roles from the other guys. That would be amazing. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. God. And, they, and at least one episode, they have to jump off the building. <laughs> oh, God. That would be so good. Um, all right, so what is your uh, last uh, reboot, remake, or sequel, Jesse? All right. Um, I actually wanted to do a reboot, or I chose to do uh, a reboot of, I don't know if you ever saw this, but uh, they made a live-action Ghost in the Shell movie okay. with Scarlett Johansson. Um, it was okay. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> and uh, On you? <laughs> that... that that anime was amazing. Uh, the standalone complex was amazing. I think they need to redo that and and just try not to whitewash it or and dumb it down. Because <laughs> everything they do, they just dumb it down so bad, uh, just for the normal viewer. Um, maybe not even the normal viewer, just so like people can they trying to find the. I don't know, secret recipe so they can just make millions and and uh, to hell with the storyline. Um, the original show was so smart. The Laughing Man saga was amazing and, and I think that they could do a lot better. Yeah, 
they compressed a lot of material into that single movie, and yeah, you're right. They they dumbed it down quite a bit. So bad. I I honestly I've never fallen asleep in a movie before, um, and that was the first time. Oh wow! And the only time so. It was that bad. But Standalone Complex, if they can compress Standalone Complex into an hour and a half, is seems a bit small. So I would say like two and a half, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, they could probably get a decent feel for Standalone Complex, Laughing Man Saga, just the whole um, individual people coming to the same conclusion and acting the same of their own accord. I think that's cool. Well, would you think it would be... I was going to say, would it be beneficial if, like, HBO picked that up? That's what I was going to say. Would it be better if they did it as a series because a series? then you don't have to compress it anywhere near as much? Yeah, I, I was actually thinking about that. Maybe doing, like, a, a, a mini-series or just a full, full series where they have seasons. So, something, like, in the, the style of Westworld. Yeah. You know, they, they have the... Westworld school. Uh, technology to do those kinds of effects that that are necessary. Yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. (laughs) I don't know. I think the the dynamic between Major Kusanagi and and all of her her whole team, like you have background in every single one of those characters that is actually pretty complex. And I honestly don't remember any other character. Besides the laughing man, or not laughing man, uh, what was the main antagonist? To be honest, I don't even remember the main antagonist in the movie. It, it, it like you said, it was just movie. okay. Yeah. 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 It was uh, one of those movies that has a lot of, there's a lot of potential, and then it let a lot of people down. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's on par with it, it, Dragon Ball. Oh my God! Don't even bring up that movie. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> don't, even, don't even bring up that movie. That was. <laughs> it was almost as bad, I think. Yeah. Dragon Ball was pretty bad though. Wow, that was yeah. saying a lot because that movie was horrible. <laughs> uh, they tried, uh, I suppose, but uh, I think. They can do so much more with that. Yeah. No, yeah, they probably could. Being the internet being what it is, as soon as as the internet gets, you know, a whiff of, oh, hey, we're gonna try this again, people are just gonna go, no. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like, kind of like how I feel about. I'm interested to see what Netflix is planning on doing with Avatar: The Last Airbender, but after the movie, I'm just like, (laughs) aww. <laughs> you gotta be like prequel to that. You gotta go so far and and just focus on. You have to go to the first there, but uh, that's right, and then yeah. work your way to the last. That's right. And see, what's funny is is Nicholas like somehow or another it came up in a search. And he's like, they made a movie. I'm like, no, they did not. <laughs> I'm like, are you sure? To-? No, we are not watching this. I'm like, I will watch the other Jaws movies with you first before I watch this. Like. <laughs> Um, my last one is, uh, once again, something else. It's just like, duh, why, why did this not cross, you know, my brain beforehand? Um, and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with it. And I was like, nope, I think it's time. I've heard 
I've heard rumor that they were working on this, but that's been a year or so ago. And of course, with COVID, who who the hell knows? Um, but I think it's time. I think it could work. And I've become that person that, as long as I have the original to fall back on, if they want to remake something and it doesn't pan out, fine, whatever. Go back. I'll tell people, yeah, it was all right. Go watch the original. It was much better. Um, and I don't know if everyone on this on here has seen this movie yet. Uh, it is one of those movies that when I hear a person has not seen it, I'm immediately like, stop everything you're doing right now and go watch it. And that is Clue. I adore Amazing. Amazing. Okay, so I'd like to remake this movie. Now, you are going to very quickly see where I'm going with this, with the casting. I am not normally – I'm horrible at casting. But it's one of these things I'm just like, in order to – number one, I think the people I'm casting on this, uh, number one, they've all worked with each other before. So it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I'd sign on for this because I get to hang out with so-and-so again. And I think that's would be part of the fun. But I was inspired specifically by uh, Knives Out because of some of the casting for it. I'm just like, I would have never seen this person as that role. And they just ate up the screen the entire minute they were on there. And I'm just like, I want to I want to give everyone on this, you know, you know, and this a chance to do it. So, um of course, the movie starts off, you know, driving up to the uh, large house, and we have the uh, uh, the uh, butler Wadsworth, um, who, I mean, God, how do you replace Tim Curry in, in that role? And I'm just like, if anyone can do it, let's let let's get let's RDJ give it a shot because he's just gonna <laughs> he's gonna eat it up every single moment. He would overplay uh, it so well. <laughs> <laughs> and of course he one of the first the first people he meets he walks in and he's he meets uh the maid and uh she's very busty and has an accent and it's kind of hard to understand some of the time so of course uh Yvette has to be played by Sofia Vergara um I mean it just that's absolutely <laughs> a must um and then as we start filling out the rest of our our group as they start coming in um I wanted to see uh, Miss White, played by Zoe Saldana, Mrs. Peacock, played by Elizabeth Olsen, uh, Professor Plum, Chris Evans, Mr. Green, Chris Pratt, Colonel Mustard, Chris Hemsworth, (laughs) Miss Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson. And, of course, we have to have Mr. Body come in because he's the one who's, you know, supposedly Mm. killed and is bringing everyone together. And that's got to be Jon Favreau because (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> the other the other real influence I had on this that really kind of kicked this off was, was Knives Out and was uh, Chef because there were some huge like some of these people were in that movie as well and it's just like how did you oh that's right you're all friends never mind uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm just like yes I just want to see them get in there and chew up the the scenery every single time you know every single moment and just you know hit these comedic things because some of them i can see them trying to play the straight lace and you know when they don't normally do that and then some of them aren't really known for the comedy and i'm just like nope you time to get out of your comfort zone and let's see what you can do you've got a great cast to work with so um 
Now, the original one had three separate endings. One of the endings was with uh, Miss Peacock was the killer. One of the endings, Miss Scarlet was the killer. Uh, so this is going to take a lot of work because I want endings for every single person. And I want to do this. I'm thinking this is, you know, Netflix has been throwing a lot of money into some of this stuff. And this literally could be one of those things you can either choose one through, say, 10, or you can literally say, surprise me and just let the movie go. Yeah. Uh, because honestly, you only have to change. You may only have to change some subtle little things as you're going through, and that would actually make it almost infinitely rewatchable because you could go back and go, "Oh, well, that was different because that person did this, and, and the other one they did this." So I wonder what that's going to make different this time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like I said, I adore this movie, and if it completely flops, if they do remake this movie and it completely flops, I don't care because I've always got the original to go back to, and I, <laughs> I love this movie. So. You could almost you. I was just thinking with Chris. Um, you could replace one of the Chris's with Mark Ruffalo. I think that'd actually be. Oh my God, that might even be better. <laughs> In fact, so some of the people that I didn't cast were like um, uh, the cop, the singing telegram, the motorist, the cook. You Ruffalo could literally cop. Oh, you could just literally pick other people in the MCU or are closely related and yeah, just start yeah. pulling them in there. So or, or Mark Ruffalo is all of them. <laughs> he just keeps pulling up oh a different God. character. <laughs> it's just him in a wig. At the, oh my! <laughs> that might even be better. Uh, but yeah, I think this. I think it'd be awesome. I think it's time that this this movie could be redone and. This is one of those things that's like, how did how did you turn a board game into a, an awesome movie? Because it was done every time, like when, um, oh, what was it? Battleship was announced. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, how? No, wait a minute. Clue was really good. So sure, why not? And God, that, that was a popcorn movie. And it was horrible. But it was, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it's just like, did y'all ever watch the House of the Dead movie? No. Was it directed by Yule Bowl? I don't remember, but towards the end, where like they're in, trying to escape the house and the in the like the main thing, it switches over to video game play and like the arcade version. So that's the action sequence. Are you serious? Only movie, yeah, the only movie I've ever walked out of. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool, they're gonna kill some zombies, and it switches over to the, someone playing the video game. You're like, what the fuck? And I, I just got up and I like walked. Like it was literally out. the video game. It was literally the video game. Oh my god! I was gonna say because at least in the Doom movie, like it was when it was first person, it was still, it was still shot. Yeah, it was still. Yeah. 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 Like a hardcore Henry kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Jesus. All right. Well, that is our main topic for the month, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and move on to our picks and pans. Would anyone like to go first on that? I'll take uh, the first pick. All right, what's uh, your what's your pick or pan, Joseph? My pick, uh, the final season of Castlevania. It's coming out on Netflix uh, next week. Yes! And I'm hoping that it's going to be just as amazing as the first three seasons. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, I don't really have another – I don't have a pan, but I, I'll go with another pick. If you haven't seen Invincible, it's definitely worth the watch. I will second definitely. that. Uh, Ray? Uh, my pen is that the Kia Soul died. 
<laughs> and I hate Kia right now. Uh, <clears throat> my pick is that we got her cart replaced. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> Chris, what's your pick or pan? So I have several. Just brace yourself. Oh. I wrote them all down. Okay. So. <laughs> get my coffee. Get your coffee. Okay. So um, when Ray plays Diablo with Sean and Mike, um, I go upstairs with the laptop, and sometimes I watch movies with Quinn. And he and I, he's kind of got the similar movie taste as you and I do. Um, so we watched Love and Monsters. It was really, really good. It's got uh, Dylan O'Brien in it, and he's from Teen Wolf. And it's also got uh, Michael Rooker in it, who plays a little side character called Clyde, I think. And he's um, his sidekick with this one. Is it Clyde that he plays? Uh, where is he? Yes, he plays Clyde. Um, so oh, Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, so he plays uh, Clyde, who's a survival. Uh, he's a survival expert, and his... Um, his sidekick is a like an eight-year-old girl named Minnow, and she's just as sassy as he is. And they're just, but he's a really good guy. You kind of expect when he shows up that he's gonna like kill the main character, but he doesn't. He's actually really helpful. And he's a really nice guy. And then there's an end scene where he's just, you know, it, it's really good. It's a really. Does that count as a spoiler? What? just because it's michael rooker so you're feeling like something sinister is going to happen because he's there but no it's a really feel good really good feel good movie it's apocalyptic but in an interesting way where the um an asteroid agatha 616 was coming to earth and the earth rallied and we shot all the nukes and chem and warheads and everything into the sky and shot it and it exploded but all of the the weaponry that we used and all the chemicals rained down on earth and all of the cold blooded invertebrates mutated <laughs> and started eating all the humans and 99.9% of the population died within seven years. So it's seven years later, they all, everybody lives in bunkers and stuff. And this Dylan O'Brien's character gets on the radio and finds this girl who he had this great summer with seven years ago before shit shit hit the fan. And he goes and he travels above ground with all these bugs and stuff, these big massive bugs and slugs and crabs and stuff to go find her. And all right, I'll watch it. It's so good. But Quinn and I watched it. And then Quinn and I watched um, another anime, uh, an animated movie on Netflix called uh, The Mitchells vs. the Machines. I watched this one with you guys. It I've is heard Freaking hilarious! I've heard funny. good things about it. Yeah, this. I heard about that It's <clears throat> long, like it's over two hours, so it's a really long animated movie. But Danny McBride is one of the voices. Oh my um, God. Olivia Chapman, who plays the Queen in The Crown, she's in it. Um, it's just so funny. It's really good. Um, there, there's a couple of uh, things that don't age that I'm sure won't age no, as well. Very it's very now. now. Very so go now. ahead and watch it now and enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, in like five, ten years, this movie will be yeah. very, very dated. But right now, it's funny. Um, so then that led us to, okay, so Quinn picked these movies. Logan, what do you want to watch? She's 15. She's like, I want to watch a judgy movie. I'm like, okay, we're watching Mean Girls. And she <laughs> the whole entire time. Just, She's like, oh, 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 I hate the oh. noises. And the eye roll that comes was hilarious. Um, hey, so you wanted to watch a judgy movie. You we gave you a judgy movie. <laughs> yeah, you did. So watching movies with your teenagers is 
fun and yes. hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then my, I have a pan. I'm reading The Picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde. It is fucking boring. It is so boring. She's and almost so, I'm I'm just I'm like two thirds of the way in and it stuff just kind of I'm not sure if it started to happen or if it did happen. I'm kind of confused. Mm-hmm. It's very, very boring. And I kinda don't want to finish it, which <laughs> is rare for me. It's like it reminds me of Dracula, where I thought it was gonna be like super, super good, and then it sucked. <laughs> Dracula. It's okay. <laughs> I didn't like Dragula. It was really boring. Gotcha. That's it. Sean, what's your pick or pan? Um, my pick is uh, Deb finally got a grant for this COVID crop. Oh, okay. Um, which is great, but my and she picked to do the deck out back, so we're expanding the deck so she can do classes on it. My pan is now I got to expand the damn deck. <laughs> so I've been <laughs> ripping the old one up the last two days. The structure is good, but like all the deck boards are garbage. And it's like a 16 by 10 foot deck, and I'm doubling its size. Oh my so God. It'll be 32 feet when I'm done. So is, is lumber as expensive up there as it yes, is down it there? Is. Oh and my I God. I wouldn't be doing this except we're, Deb got a good size grant. She so. must have. Um, but there are a lot of trees, and I'll I'll keep building it till the money runs out. <laughs> Whether or not she can see use it, we'll see. <laughs> but uh, at least I can get a good start on it. But uh, okay, no, it was finally something like her business has been suffering huge. Like she's down like thirty percent of her wow. clients, and she hasn't been able to get like any help from the government and stuff like that. And even like all the advertising around here is for like restaurants and stuff. Like nothing for her kind of small business. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. So, and the worst bit is they like call her like every few months and like, oh, how uh, we've done all this stuff and how has it helped you? And like, it hasn't. Like, you know, <laughs> why are you even calling me? So, but uh, no, that's my pick and pan for this week. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, what's your, do you have a pick or pan for us? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, my pick would be uh, 3D printing. I actually just got into it, um, trying to expand my repertoire so I can uh, uh, hopefully work for a local engineering company. But, man, I'm printing out random stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I just did, uh, I just did um, a helmet for um, Red X. So, oh, okay. And I'm just doing a lot of weird things with it. Um, but it's a lot of fun, and, and uh, it is pretty fun. It's pretty neat. Uh, my plan would be COVID. I'm just over it. I'm just seriously over it. I just want to go out and yeah, do things. I'm going to go hug everyone. <laughs> yeah, as uh, someone who's been 3D printing for a while, um, yeah, you'll print everything for a while. You're just like, ooh, I can do that. Ooh, I can do that. Uh, <laughs> it's now, going on right next to me. <laughs> now it's like I, I print stuff for my store, and occasionally I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I need that. I'll print that. So <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I, I'm, I'm working on projects, and I'm trying not to have too much stuff just printed and sitting around. Like I've got this baby Yoda that's sitting here that's <laughs> been printed, and he's gray, and he's ready. Like he's primed. He's ready to be painted, and – 
I just haven't gotten around to it. And I was just like, if I keep doing this, because oh, my list of things to print on Thingiverse is insane. So I, yeah. I feel you on that one. So. <laughs> I have Paw Patrols right next to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, my picks, I've got two of them, uh, to echo Joseph's Invincible on Amazon. Um, wow. Like, the you kind of have an idea what's going on, and then at the end of the first episode, you're like, oh, okay, so this happened. And then the rest of the series, you're trying to figure out, you know why what's happened. Happens. You're trying to figure out why. And it's 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 really interesting. Um, it's funny because I was listening to some people who who do reviews of the show like week by week, and like that second or I think it was like the third to last episode, the one that we're on the, the college campus, everyone just mm-hmm. hated. They're just like, God, why did we have to go through all this crap? And then one of the guys went back and re watched the entire series and was like, Oh no, it makes sense. It definitely leads up to some other stuff that was important. So it's, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, if you haven't watched Invincible on on uh, Amazon. It's like the boys, but without the sex. So, it's exactly what I would have said. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> but I mean, it's it's I mean, it's animated, but yeah, it's gory and bloody, and it's fantastic. Uh, my <laughs> other pick, and I already mentioned this as well, is uh, Toast of London. It's on Netflix. It's only three or four seasons long. Uh, I think it's a total of like twenty six episodes. If you do not enjoy super dry British humor, you're not going to care for this at all. But oh my God, it's got some funny stuff. Um, and it is it is classic type British humor where they, they will repeat the same thing over and over to make sure you're – this is what we're setting up. And then we'll, they will either give you the delivery or just completely subvert it. And you're just like, oh, it's so funny. But the fact that it's – it's so Matt in, – in the show, Matt Berry is a – is a um, actor and he's constantly looking for work. His only constant work is this um, play that he's in that gets picketed every single night. Cause apparently it's just absolutely horrible, <laughs> but we don't know why, like the pickets literally say racist, sexist, you know, um, uh, it, it just, you know, so you're not like, well then what is it about that is so bad? Cause obviously it's pissing everyone off. Apparently you never find out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the running joke that he's in this really horrible play because that's how people know him. They're like, you know, oh yeah, you know, I'm 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 Stephen Toast. They're like, you're the bloke in that really horrible play, and then he just immediately goes off on something else. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's really funny. So if you get a chance, uh, and then just one more thing, kind of like Chris was saying, um, this week I tried something new with my boys, and uh, we started watching Ant Man. That was the next movie in the MCU that we hadn't watched yet. And we've been watching it in 20-minute increments, and we did that for about three nights. And every time – I don't know if it's just because they want to stay up later or maybe this worked better, but they were just like, can we watch it a little bit more? It may also just be that Ant-Man kind of spoke to them. Uh, so last night, we actually – while we were sitting down eating pizza, we actually finished the movie. So uh, – but yeah, that's – that. so it's it's definitely fun sitting down and watching some of these movies with them. I think that may become one of the things we start doing – uh, as you know, just kind of chopping up. The only problem is, is the next one up is uh, Captain America: Civil War, and I don't know if I want to chop that one up. I kind of, kind of really want to sit down and watch that one as a big chunk. That one, man. That's... <laughs> so when it, you maybe make that deal when it's a collaboration movie and there's more than one character, you got to watch the whole thing at once. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see. Um, 
All right. Well, that is our show for the month, ladies and gentlemen. If you would please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, wherever it is you watch or listen to the show. You can also find us at Epically Geeky. Uh, you can also find us on all the social media at Epically Geeky as well. You can find our other shows, including Marginally Geeky, Sustainably Geeky, uh, Creatively Geeky. I'm not even going to say the other one because I don't think it's a thing anymore. Um, it's a thing. We need to talk about that. Anyway. I'll join whenever you all want to do that one. Procrustiers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, and then, like I said, you can always find us on all the different social media. Where can we find you online, Joseph? I am the only Joseph Morales on the planet, so just Google that and you'll find me. <laughs> Ray, where can we find you online? You should have a kid and name it just so you got a second Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> and not even uh, a junior. Just, no, no, just the, really just screw straight everyone up. Joseph Morales. There, there's, a, there's a guy from my hometown whose name is Joshua Morales, and he and I have battled for the J. Morales uh, <laughs> username since usernames were a thing. I have like 90% of them. There's only – Two, where I have to put a number after my name because he got the Jamer Ola's. <laughs> nice. Uh, you can find me uh, on Instagram, the, the Reluctant Yeti. <laughs> Chris, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me here on Marginally Geeky, on Sustainably Geeky, and we just did an interview with um, the National Wildlife Federation's naturalist, David uh, Mizajewski. He's also been on Conan O'Brien and stuff like that. Uh, he brings animals and stuff. He's really awesome, hilarious. He's actually a bit of a geek, so I will talk to you about that after the show. Uh, and on Creatively Geeky and on Instagram at Rose and Hummingbird. Sean, where can we find you online? Usually screwing with Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> also, your favorite broken toy on Instagram and the handsome guy on Facebook. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Jesse, can we find you online anywhere? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at, uh, at JRSR2003. Say that one more time. <laughs> JRSR2003. All right. Uh, and as always, you can follow my individual wacky adventure online at Optimus Gene on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone on the site, have a good night. This has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network.